Hey, it's Ashley, and we are live on the Wake Up or Die podcast with Laura Powers, my friend, and we are talking about death today, like literal death. And I'm excited because Laura has been helping a lot of people that I know and that I don't know transition and go through an ego death. Let's talk a little bit about that first. Yeah. So as we were prepping, I just felt that there's so much coming up in the collective right now as it relates to fear and ego death and how those are connected. So as a psychic medium, I literally have a very different perception of death than most people. I realize it's a continuation. And so much of the fearful aspect for us is about stuff that we've been programmed, that it's scary. Can I ask you what a continuation means for people? What do you mean a continuation? Yeah. I I think we just go into dirt or whatever. Even the term death is, has, it's such a loaded term, right? And usually for people, it psychologically involves like suffering and pain and fear. It evokes fear when death on a spiritual level to me is a continuation of our soul in another form or without the physical body. So it's a continuation or a rebirth in a new form versus a death as most people would think about it, which is an end. A death being an end and a continuation being like we're moving forward just in a new path or in a new way or in a new form. A new relationship. I like to say sometimes when I work with people, so you have, you still have a relationship with this person, just different, right? New. If someone passes away, you still talk to them. You still communicate with them on some level if you want to. Some people are scared of that, especially if it's a high trauma death. What are you seeing is most effective right now in dealing with people's own thoughts, right? They get in their own head. As it relates to physical death, meaning the body has passed and that person's soul is no longer in that physical form, just remembering that person is more than just the sum of their physical parts, right? And there's a lot of evidence to support that near-death experiences, people having their own. It's like, I have a lot of memories of the other side or of past lives. Like to me, there's definitely indications that this is not just going to be the end because it's continued before after other lifetimes. And the knowledge that even if we don't sense them or see them like we do in this lifetime, like I do as a medium in some ways, but there's always that feeling connection, even our sense of connecting with them actually does work. Like we can actually invite them in to come and connect with us. And I see weddings or even their own funerals that the loved ones will come and participate. Births of a child, just even like the holidays, they'll come. Our loved ones who've crossed over, they'll come and join. It's so fascinating. The sense of separation is is more one-sided. There's not as much of a sense of separation from those on the other side as there's a is for us on the physical plane. And then I think we get into the same pattern as it relates to like ego death and fear. And our body doesn't know how, and our psychological mind often doesn't know how to separate our sense of ego and how we identify ourselves, how we may be living compared to true that. So we often will have the same psychological fears as we're literally about to die in physical form when we're actually just transforming into another person in terms of our lifestyle choices or our work or our perception of the world. So it's very common when I see people go through these major shifts and transitions to have all this incredible ego fear come up. And I do remember going through that. So I have so much compassion for it where I literally felt like I'm dying. I'm dying inside because who I was dying, that sense of who I was no more. I was no longer that woman who just viewed the world in a very practical way, who was in government and politics and in a bad marriage and physically ill. Like that was no longer me. 
And there were beautiful parts of that, but it, it's a lot to let go of from a psychological perspective. So that can feel challenging for us, even if it's a good change, even when it's absolutely 100% a good change in terms of where we're going from where we were. Yeah, sometimes it creates carnage and carnage is like what comes along with transformation and that's okay. There's just a lot of moving pieces and parts and sometimes it's body parts. And it's okay. The idea that we think we know who we are, I think is what gets in our way. I, I know personally, I think I know who I am sometimes. And I have to remember, I don't know anything. I don't know anything that's going on here. And I actually really don't know what's going on here. No one does. And for anyone to try, you get to see glimpses and you can feel what's going on here. You either feel well or you don't feel well, but to know exactly and be like precise about what's actually going on here. It's a giant treasure hunt to me. Try and convince me differently. That's really where I've been for a long time. And now I see by being around you and being around other people that are in the realm of living in a kind of perpetual treasure hunt because they've found a joyous place that no one can take away from them. And that's part of the immortal part of death. Can you talk to me about the death immortal? How can, it, how can we transcend these feelings? And people are stuck and they're feeling really sad. How do you transcend this and become the feeling of immortality? I think the first step is to... Stop believing and buying into the idea that you are your thoughts. So that Eckhart Tolle talks about that. It's so important. If you identify with the thoughts that are going through your mind, and most of them are probably going to be fear and stress related because that's what the research shows. <laughs> so give me some then, examples. What would be going through your mind? For anyone, let's say there's a lot of societal transition and shifting. You're going through some major life transitions. It's so fascinating how even people that have a strong social circle and some kind of financial resources, I have one friend who is always afraid she's going to be home, come homeless. She's literally, that thought is right. I'm just going to be on the streets. No, no one's, there's going to be nobody for me. These thoughts that when I look at the circumstances of her life, there's literally no way that's going to happen. You have so many people to care about you for starters. So even though let's say you hit your rock bottom financially, people I know would take you in and help you get back off your, on your feet. But the mind will, and the ego will play these games as well. As a psychic, I see and sense that there is different kind of entities, I call them energy parasites that feed on and create these types of minds. I was listening to a podcast recently with Tim Ferriss. He, he, I love a lot of what he does. He was on Armchair Expert and he talked about this and I talk about this a lot, which is a lot of times our greatest treasure is through our greatest fear and the importance of not identifying and taking as truth, whatever is coming up in fear, whatever that mind loop pattern, that that fear that we constantly go to. For me, it was about persecution. I was afraid of being put in an insane asylum or being imprisoned and killed. These were the kinds of loops that were there for me. And so for my biggest fear was coming out of the psychic closet and talking about my abilities. And it was fascinating because it was actually so the opposite of what I feared, meaning meaning I was afraid of persecution and people saying you're crazy and all these things and like being attacked. And then I studied, I was psychic and I started to talk about it. I started my podcast and teach classes and people were like, wow, this is really fascinating. Like literally that's what they were saying to me. Like they were just so curious and interested, right? It was just the opposite. So I just want everyone to just stop, start to question whatever that fear-based thought is that's coming to you. And ask, well, what if it's not true? And what if it's just the opposite is true? That first thing of just not taking ownership and believing in that as truth is the, I think the first step to healing it. I love that. And then after, so some people have learned how to meditate, right? Or they've found their way through meditation and they've been working on themselves for a while. 
and they've been in a place and now they want to learn more tools. And I would say that there's a lot of people that say they have tools and I've been to things that are very competent, but not very, not very, don't feel very well to me. And I've also been to things that are really great. Tell me a little bit about how someone can navigate through that. How can they feel into where they're supposed to go next or what they're supposed to do next? Especially if they're working on it already. Yeah, I think following that little intuitive nudge, things for me often will just feel, I'll just feel like this kind of peaked interest. I, I want to lean, like even as I'm in the video, I'm leaning forward. The things that make you lean in and you're either excited about it or there's just this curiosity. And I also want to share that sometimes there might be that first and then the fear comes in or all the questions. I think it's important when we're doing this kind of checking in for ourselves to focus on that, that initial response in my experience is typically the most accurate one. And that often trips people up because at first they feel that. And then it's like the fear that triggers the like, that doesn't make any sense. Or maybe I don't need that. I already know that or whatever it is that there's something that can come in. And the truth is we may not know why we have that leaning in. It could be there's something in the content that we're supposed to receive. It could be maybe there's something in the structure of the program. Maybe we need to go to that place. Maybe there's somebody there that is helpful for us to meet, but it's just important to listen to that little nudge, that little excitement, that little curiosity and desire. So I think curiosity, desire, and excitement are really great insights into what is interesting for your soul. Those would be like the KPI, the, K the indicators, right? The place where you go, oh, this indicates that I should move forward, even if the next thought is I could never do that or I'm too scared. How to am I going to do that? It's too big for me. Or yeah, that should be like, fuck yeah, that should be like the next words out of your mouth should be like, oh, yes, I am going to do that. And I do. That feels good to say out loud and giving someone the right to do that feels really important. Some people might think, not have that right. Yeah, not they've probably never been given that as a model. I'm life is full of ex examples of where I had that little nudge. And I listened and just fucking magic unfolded. Like literally, oh my God, how is this even happening? Dreamlike things that coming into existence. It's hard and we don't have that framework in our society or for our family around us or maybe our circle to give us permission to operate that way. But I have found that things work out the best for me when I do operate that way, when I follow those intuitive nudges. And, and don't just assume that when that fear is coming in, that there's, that it's, oh yeah, I should stop at that. Because I think the fear comes up for all kinds of things. And the intuitive first response, I think is going to help you figure out what's actually true for you and what's an ego response. Yeah. And then doubling down and saying, whatever comes up next, I'm willing to acknowledge and not believe. So our subconscious mind keeps us safe. And when we see something that might eat our baby or tiger, right? Like danger, we have a response and it's very conditioned until it's not. I have had a response that was really conditioned about anytime someone would chew their gum really loud and I've unconditioned that response. This is interesting to think about. And so as we go through these fear exercises, as we're transforming and dying every day, we wake up and we're like, oh my gosh, like today's there's million things coming at us. We're inundated. How do I change that response so that I'm feeling better, right? That was really where I was at anyway. I wanted to know. I deeply wanted to understand. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like a tiger's going to eat my baby all the time. Why is my heart beating when I'm sitting in the parking lot talking on the phone about something that, that's making me feel unwell? 
How does someone help themselves if they're experiencing that? I think the first step is to just handle in that moment. Just do whatever you can to feel calm, get grounded, get into your body. First thing is the breath. That is literally what connects us to no breath. You literally pop out of your body. Not too long. You don't breathe. And a lot of people are unconsciously holding their breath. And there is a very common pattern of when we're in fear or stress to even unconsciously do that. And then we're literally not even getting enough oxygen to think through our problems. Then we are even more stressed because the lack of oxygen creates a new level of stress. So the first thing is just coming into awareness of your breath. A few deep breaths will solve a lot of things. So just focusing on that breath, allowing yourself to breathe. If you haven't had some, have a nice drink of fresh water will also be good. Just take a moment. And one of the things when we get caught up in this anxiety or fear-based thoughts that start to consume us is to just get back into the exact moment right now. Am I okay right now? Whatever that fear is, I'm going to end up on the street I'm going to be persecuted. Whatever is coming up, just literally right now, am I okay? And if the answer is yes, give yourself permission to pause and not have to figure all that out right now. You can literally (laughs) swipe left and delete. You literally can. Any thought that pops up is a bubble. Imagine you have the ability to swipe left on anything that comes up. And that's been helpful for me because in the moment that it's going on, it feels very traumatic as far as just a trigger. And I want to feel better dealing with it. So this is helpful. And the other thing that's came up to say is once you've just taken a moment to collect yourself and try to be more present is to ask and intend for that, whatever it is that that you're feeling, that stress, that energy to be released from you. Because I think we have a society full of people that are empathic or that have taken on energy from other people or situations and they don't know how to clear it. They don't even know they need to clear it. And it just ends up compounding like a sponge that just gets soggier and soggier with like dirty, gross water that never gets wrung out. And so energetically, we need to shift and clean ourselves just like we need to take a shower, brush our teeth, wash our... Imagine if we'd get funky if we didn't (laughs) do these things, right? And that happens energetically. And then we don't have a clear psychological state when that happens. It's like all this gucky energy in our field. So just setting the intention, just be like, Wherever this is, wherever it came from, and you don't even have to figure it out in that moment, just please clear that out of my field. And one of the visualizations that works for me that I teach is just visualize the shower of light. So just like you would wash your body or your face or whatever, just visualize the shower of light coming in, but it's for your energy fields. Yeah, so you do this professionally, and I would love to give them a little taste if you're open of just a couple of minutes, even if it's just one or two minutes of you and I doing some of that right now, because some people are really nervous about doing a session or doing something like that. They have no idea what would happen or what you might say or what they might say. And so if you're open to that, we can play a little bit. It's super simple. Like, yeah, I'll just dive in a little and then I'll pause. And if you have anything you want to add. And the one thing about this is even a little bit can actually be profoundly impactful. So imagine like you were just like literally in a puddle of mud, like gross mud, and you like was in a like strong shower of water for a minute, you actually would still effectively have cleared off a lot of dirt, right? <laughs> so even if you just start doing a little bit of this, it's still very powerful. 
All right. So I would just ask everyone to, first of all, just like I talked about, just get in your body, just focus on your breath for a moment, breathe easily in and easily out. Allow yourself to bring in all of the oxygen fully into your lungs and your solar plexus and then release fully as well. You're just going to continue to do this as we go through this shower of light exercise. And then I'm just asking all of our angels and spirit guides as everybody continues to breathe to assist us with receiving energetic spiritual light and it could be whatever colored light you need today i'm asking for myself for golden white light what feels like i need today could be pastel colors particular color that calls to you could be more than one color but just allow this beautiful light to rain down on you and easily and effortlessly heal clear release any energy that is no longer serving you that you've been holding onto in your field and as it is released from your energy field it just goes out and the angels and spirit guides help take it away and transmute it and transform it into more light energy. Setting the intention and asking that the light, the shower of light specifically goes into the heart chakra and the solar plexus chakra. The heart chakra where the heart and lungs are is our center. We often accumulate energy there. And then below that in the solar plexus, which is our sense of personal power. So as this energy, this light energy, clears away any energy blockages, we start to feel lighter, more calm, more free, and more joyful. So this is something you can continue to receive for as long as you'd want. There's no right or wrong answer. And even just doing this for literally a minute or two can have profound energetic impacts on your life. Seeing, I appreciate you so much. This is interesting because people want to know. They want to know how do they induce that feeling into themselves. And I know that you and I have been working on creating different modalities that help people do that. I know you have a six six month psychic training course going on right now that's really intriguing that teaches people about their own psychic abilities and their own intuitive abilities. I will put a link to that in here. I know that you're running short on time. We got to go for now. But I want to tell you that if you're listening to this, the fact that you got here and you're listening to this and you heard Laura do that meditation right now, means that you're ready for the next step. And the next step means you're ready to have something that means meditation to you every single day. Whatever that looks like, however it is, even if it's a few breaths, Laura's voice is really soothing. I know it's on a meditation app. Which one is it? Yeah, so I have them on Insight Timer. I'm exploring some other ones, but they're definitely on Insight Timer. So a long version of that, as well as a grounding and clearing meditation is on there. And yeah, I, I saw something funny, but that was really speaking to me earlier today, which was, it, it was a quote and it was like, don't, I think it said, don't disassociate, meditate. It's, I, I know. love that. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. That's powerful because I can relate to that and I think everyone can. So that's what wake up or die is about. Don't disassociate, meditate, stay in your body, stay in your body, or you make choices that you regret later. And that is not a fun place to be when we have to go deal with the carnage we created in our own life because we weren't willing to wake up. So wake the fuck up if you're listening to this. Do not hurt people around you if you are hurt. Seek help. Do not hurt people. Stop hurting people. It's a serious thing. I know that I don't say it loud enough. And that was something that came up yesterday. So thanks for being here for that. This is actually <laughs> on the Wake Up or Die podcast. Laura has a really powerful website too. Tell us where we can find you. Sure. It's .net and I'm on Instagram at LauraPowers44. I'm on Facebook. .net is my email. So yeah, reach out, connect. 
We've, I have uh, this six month program you're talking about, which is about to close, uh, but it's still open. So powerful, but I just encourage everybody to connect, do this work and that almost any problem that you come across in your life is solvable with the right energy and perspective. I love that. Find the right tools, get the right answers. You have the right key to the right door. Thanks for being on today, Laura. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Live, Wake Up, or Die podcast. This episode is brought to you by Wellness Tools Mastermind. Have you ever wanted to learn from a group of individuals who have high competency? That means they know exactly what they're doing and they can teach you in a matter of minutes how to do what they do so your life can become easier and less stressful. Join a small group of people as we journey all year long, two calls a month and two in-person meetings a year. We learn tools that will directly impact your business, your life, your family, and your wellness. Wellness Tools Mastermind is something that we have a process for. Please email wakeuporedienow at gmail.com for your official sign-up form. This is Ashley, your host at Wake Up or Die. Thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast and it helped you in any way, please go like and subscribe. Share this podcast with your friends. I'm grateful you're here. And as always, if you felt that strange feeling inside of you, it's time to wake up or die.